Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by a current world and everything within it. I'm Biz Paul, I'm here in the UK, a little bit cold, but quite spring-like, and of course, as usual, I'm joined by the real star of the show, it's Felicia Jones from America. <laughs> Thank you for making me a star. <laughs> well, I think we all know that. Yeah. I can just sit here and do the intro, and then you come along, ta-da, Felicia's here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay, that's cool. I'll work with that for all the people in India that are, you know, listening to us. Hey, <laughs> I feel like I should learn some Hindi or something like that. Is it risky yeah. to do that, to go to Google Translate? Maybe we should prep for that <laughs> for next time. Because I don't want to get any words wrong and, you know, have a whole bunch of people listen to us all of a sudden. Do you know what? For the wrong reasons. If you're listening in India, if you're one of our many Indian fans, can you please get in touch with us, please, using, well, Twitter is probably the best way. Yeah, we have, we Twitter. have Twitter. We have a Twitter account. We've got a Twitter and an Instagram account. This is how pro we are now. Yeah. I'll let you message us telling us how you found us. That would be good. And uh, say hello. Give us something to say. We will double check it, mind. Don't try and yeah. say something like, you know, you must yeah. a prostitute or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, you can go find us on all the internet places. It only took us a year. So now it's going to take us a year to post. So yeah. <laughs> don't have your expectations up. Uh, we got other things to do. We, we, we have jobs. Yeah. <laughs> but kind of a big deal in like real life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. But yes, you can go and find us on on our um, on our Twitter uh, page. So we have two followers. So that's how. Wow. I'm not even following us. Maybe I should maybe. follow us. <laughs> All right, I follow us now. We have three followers. Three Yay! followers. Aren't we amazing? <laughs> we are. We're doing something. So, you know, I I will say it has the weather has turned for the nicer over here. So we are getting mm. close. We had the grill going we grilled some burgers we had some brats so i'm pretty excited what's the weather like for you well uh the bulbs are up my tulips have come up from the ground which is always a great sign uh, that means we're you know past daffodil stage now Ooh. into tulips that's always great very inspiring the nights are, are lighter doesn't get dark until quarter to eight in the evening now oh that's so I nice know. It was quite warm yesterday, absolutely perishing today. The wind direction has moved to go straight now from the Arctic. Oh, I, I love I love that this is a weather show now. <laughs> it so is. <laughs> but it feels like it feels like this winter was mm. long for whatever reason. And I'm I'm ready for warm mm. weather. I'm ready for a beach. I'm ready for all these things. So Oh, thank you, spring. And I'm ready for summer. But um, I don't know what your summers are like here, but it seems like when summer comes here, people get a little crazy and start doing crazy things around here. Mm. So I'm not sure if I'm ready for that type of summer. Now, I don't think people will be going that crazy here. I mean, normally it's raining for a start. Oh, oh that's <laughs> yeah. for you. Um, we have three days of warm weather. And everyone <laughs> kind of just go oh it's too hot they just go oh, it's too hot oh. spend all year moaning and then there's like literally a little bit of warm weather and everyone's like too hot 
Well, I'm completely opposite. We don't have rain here. So I live in a high desert. So any type of rain we have, it is cherished. But other than being boring and talking about weather, what is going on on your Twitter feed these days? Uh, well, um, I've started to stay clear a little bit of uh, Twitter and places <laughs> at the moment. It's a lot going on. It's not the best. Um, let me just have a quick look and see what's going on, see if I can identify anything. Oh, it's Monday, so that means it's football on a Monday night. Uh, I suppose what is going on here is... Boris Johnson has said today, he's got his new briefing room. Oh, he's going to say no, his no. girlfriend, but that's <laughs> not. Well, who knows? But uh, he's, he's got... <laughs> Check out the last episode if you don't know what Felicia's talking about. But he's got a new briefing room. It's cost him £2.6 million. Pounds. Well, okay. it's cost us £2.6 million. Pounds, and it's up and running. So it looks exactly the same as the old one where they were holding the, the briefings, but there's just, you know, loads of Russian infrastructure there listening. Make of that what you will. But he's been on there today telling us, confirming that we are going to stage two. Yeah, Ooh. of the easing of lockdown. What does that mean? Well, Felicia, let me tell you what it means. <laughs> uh, shops will be reopening, non-essential shops. So that's that's okay. that's quite exciting. We can go and buy things. Um, we can go touch things. Great. <laughs> gyms it's a flu yeah that's uh, cool okay yeah, gyms, gyms are open are opening on monday and i tell you what it was at least like six or seven minutes between him announcing that gyms would be opening and my gym sending me a message <laughs> <laughs> they were ready they to literally go. <laughs> were they'd scheduled it yeah a copy paste job boom <laughs> so gyms are opening salons are opening Okay, haircuts and getting rid of flab. Yeah, okay, that's cool. look nice for summer. Do you guys do tanning shops over there? Because I'm assuming a lot of you haven't seen a lot of sunlight in a while. Uh, they do, but they're a little bit frowned upon tanning shops. Oh, but people still do it. Mm. Yeah. Well, you can get spray tan. Yeah, you can do spray tan. It's big. Yeah. But it looks a bit odd in this country. <laughs> it does. <laughs> It's like, you are not from that sunny no, place. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> oh, and um, the other thing, which is a big thing next week, is that pubs can reopen as long as you are sitting outside. So hospitality is open for outdoor serving. Okay, that's cool. Um, I guess we've always just been open. So I, I don't know what stages we are in. We are trying to roll out the vaccine so now basically anybody in the united states can get a vaccine as long as your governor didn't sell it to a certain location oh. like in florida uh they're having those issues but you know it's florida florida man what yeah. is this thing going on in florida about a lake or a lagoon or something like with toxic waste leaking I have no idea. <laughs> there are so many things going on in Florida that I don't even know about that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I could have made it up. I'm pretty sure that I saw it somewhere in somewhere near Tampa Bay that there's a reservoir or something that's got a hole in it and it's risks like a 20 foot tsunami or something hitting Tampa Bay. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what, Florida? So Tampa's on the Gulf, so. I unless they're just prepping for hurricane season. I have no idea. But one of the big issues is that they feel like the governor has been selling vaccine 
uh, oh. di- distribution to certain counties who just so happen to be rich and who just so happen to have a lot of wealthy people, you know, you know how that yeah. things, you know, all the vaccines just got lost in the rich of area. Course. But, <laughs> you know, but nobody's saying anything about that. So are you donating any on. vaccines yet to the developing countries or are you still hogging it? Oh, we're okay. going to hang on, you know, we got to take care of us uh-huh. first. We're yeah. just like the UK. That's right. <laughs> Uh, we have to get back to traveling and then we'll decide if we want to help the rest of the world. How kind. You know how this works. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I was talking to someone the other day. I can't remember who it was talking to. It might be you. <laughs> uh, no, it was my dad, actually, thinking about it. I met my dad in the garden. exactly like your dad, <laughs> yeah. don't I? <laughs> I probably look like your yeah. dad, too, don't I? <laughs> your views on Brexit as well are really quite similar. Okay. I don't think I have any views on Brexit. <laughs> it's probably for the best. Uh, yeah, so we were talking and saying that if you were China or if you were Russia, and by being saying China or Russia, I don't mean the people, I mean the, the state, the apparatus. If you were the Chinese state, if you were the Russian state, absolutely you would give your vaccine to other countries for influence. Well, and guess what's happened? Well, that's yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. yeah, I read about that. Yeah, I read about that a few, few weeks ago. And they were saying, you know, United States needs to kind of decide who they're going to help. Like if, you know, if we don't go in and help uh, Central and South America, um, you will let uh, Russia and, you know, China do it and and they will be influenced will. by them. So it's a, it's a very big Game of Thrones or a game of vaccines mm. at this point. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Oh, yeah. I mean, I find what I find quite interesting is that Germany and France, because the rollout of their vaccine has been so poor uh, in the EU. I don't think that's controversial. The EU commission is trying to blame it on something else, trying to obfuscate, really, in terms of like the fact they've messed up their, their, their um, procurement of the vaccine. France and Germany have started to talk about getting the Russian vaccine in. Yeah. Ooh, yes, that's that's it's big, isn't it? Interesting. the The world politics, I think, are going to be quite fascinating over the over the next few years to see how this all really plays out and to see how money is exchanged. Um, yeah, I just hope we all survive. <laughs> you know, when when politicians start politicking. Yeah. Would be nice. <laughs> True. Wow. Oh, I know. But we, we did have a, a, a nice little British import over the weekend. So Daniel Kaluuya was actually the host of Saturday Night Live. And um, he won a, a Screen Actors Guild Award, he, a Golden Globe, and he's nominated for an Oscar. Um, it, it was quite fun to, to see his monologue on, on uh, Saturday Night Live because he made a joke about the royal family, and it seems as though the headlines over there say that he lashed out <laughs> against the royal family, which um, kind of means, I, I don't know, it seems like you all are a little sensitive with the news mm, over there. Funny that. <laughs> what did he uh, say? Yeah, what did he say? Well, basically, he started his monologue off, you know, Daniel Kaluuya is a black man from 
uh, the UK. So he starts off by saying, you know, I know you hear my accent and you're probably thinking he's not black, he's British. And of course he mm-hmm. got, a ni- got a nice little laugh and he was like, I'm just here to let you know, I am both black and British. I'm exactly what the royal family was worried about when they were talking about the color of the kid's skin. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's cute. But that was lashing out, that's lashing out, so. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I think... It's really interesting. I'm just literally looking um, at the internet whilst we look look at it and seeing the reaction. It does depend on the publication over here. Of course. (laughs) So the Daily Mail, very much not happy with him at all, clearly. Whereas the Independent, mm, they're fine. The opening line is, Daniel Kaluuya has been praised for his reaction. It's a funny joke. It's funny. And uh, he then goes into, um, you know, trying to answer what's the difference between British racism and American racism. And he was like, British racism is so bad that white people had to leave for freedom. And they created countries like Australia, South Africa and Boston. (laughs) Oh, because Boston is a little interesting. (laughs) So, and that's all he did. I mean, that was, that's literally the extent of what he said. And then he goes into his family and, and his awards and all kinds of things. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. But I did have one thing, um, cause I know we, we got to get onto a very interesting topic, but something that I've noticed on Twitter, and I think you've noticed this too, but before we get there, one thing that I noticed about Daniel, um, during his monologue is that he drops the T's in all of his words. And I'm assuming that that seems to be a very British thing. So he says he's British. British. Yeah, everything. Yeah. And like, there's no T's anywhere. Why is that? <laughs> um, there is. Be- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the answer to your question. It's just an accent, isn't it? But I was watching the boat race, the mm-hmm. university boat race yesterday. Do you no. know what that is? No. Okay. So... <laughs> It's been going for about 165 years where Oxford University and Cambridge University, boat racing teams. Oh, rich people stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich people stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of the crown jewels of sport. Of of rich people stuff? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the university teams, it's all televised. They normally sit at the Thames, but they can't do it this year because there's an issue with a bridge or something like that. And anyway, there's a guy who's commentating. He was the poshest man I have ever heard. Is that yeah. good or bad? Well, he pronounced absolutely everything correctly. He was phenomenal. Like every single consonant was pronounced. You know what? But he has pride in what he's doing. I like that. It's great. It's just not how normal people speak. <laughs> you, But you're not tuning in for normal people, are you? British, British? mate. British, yeah. British. Twitter. Oh, that, 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 I will say that kind of throws me off. It's like, why? Like, I need you to throw a T in there, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking of T's, when the Black Lives Matter um, protests were happening, <laughs> I remember there was this great video from America going, listen to the British. Listen, because they're going, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. And that's not <laughs> what it sounded like in the US. And in this video, it was just, it was like a meme almost <laughs> of British people. Like, isn't it Black Lives Matter? Black Lives Matter. <laughs> it's like, maybe, maybe you don't like teas in your country. I don't know. Well, we're not strong on teas. So no. you drink tea, you just don't pronounce it. Exactly. That's a great t-shirt. We need that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the merch. Okay. 
So here's one thing that I've noticed. I mean, you do say Twitter, right? Or Twitter. It's Twitter. 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 Wow. I mean, I mean, it's like you put all the consonants in and then you just take them away for <laughs> fun. I don't understand that. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. <laughs> you didn't sense. want the consonants in there. You should have never done it from the beginning. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Okay. We'll have to do a full show, you know, on how to speak British. British. Yes. British. British. All <laughs> right. So... <laughs> Okay, we get a lesson plan going um, and then just not pronounce all the letters. Okay, one of the things that I've noticed on Twitter is, and this like drives me nuts, and I know you've mentioned this before, but people who put their entire schedules out on social media, I don't understand this. And it's like a play-by-play. Well, today I'm going to get up and have coffee, go to the bathroom. I'm going to read a newspaper. Then I'm going to make a million dollars. And then I'm going to do a follow-up tweet to let you know that I made a million dollars and you are not a success if you're not doing what I'm Ooh. doing. What What is that? <laughs> I don't understand it. And nobody ever likes it. Um, well, I don't know about that. Are you focusing on a particular platform here, like Instagram or? I, well, I mainly see it because I start the morning off <laughs> with news and then of course it <laughs> lands me over to Twitter. <laughs> Hang on, is this not a, <laughs> this is a schedule. You start your day with news. You should put this yes, on Twitter. That, exactly. I start off with my Google news, then I go to Twitter and then I bounce over to Financial Times Ooh, and, get you. and that's it. <laughs> then I'm back to Twitter. But I, I normally see it on Twitter where people are, today I'm going to the gym. And, and like, that's the tweet. Like, <laughs> like, like, I don't understand. Or you get the entire schedule of the day or here's what my week looks like. And it's like, okay. <laughs> like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't see that very much on Twitter. But I do see it on Insta. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I sort of see people doing their little Instagram story to camera going, hey guys, which always, <laughs> I'll be honest, it always winds up a little bit, the hey guys things, because there's literally one person watching it <laughs> at that time. People are not gathered around your phone in groups of people going, hey, should we watch baseball stories all together? But people may come along later. So that's why you guys say, hey guys. But not all at the same time. You're talking to one person at that moment. So isn't it better to just go, right, hey, and talk to that <laughs> person? Like, like if I'm talking about our listener, I want to talk about our listener. I'll talk to our listener. People aren't sharing earpods. That's gross. So people go like, hey, guys, how are you doing? Just I'll pop on here because it's always popping on. Just want to pop on here and tell you a little bit about what's happening today. I've, you know, I've got, I'm having my coffee um, got up at 4am, obviously. Got up at 4am, had my <laughs> coffee, uh, had uh, went to walk the dog. Then I've got a meeting uh, with a client, really important client. Um, and then we're going to do a bit of a collab. Like all that kind of thing <laughs> just pisses me off. I, I don't understand. Like what is the logic behind? And I only, I, I mean, I don't know if I see it from regular people. I, I mainly follow a lot of business owners or people who call themselves business, business owners. Um, and I just don't get it where and it's almost like they're trying to show you that they are a success or something by giving you their entire schedule and then i mean and then it also goes back into these are the same people that tell you how much money they made each week too which is weird oh yeah i can't say i get that if i'm being honest i don't get the whole 
right let's be really transparent and you can follow my journey that kind of thing i i don't understand it um i could do that obviously or i could go and pull my eyelashes out or something like that if it's a journey where it's like you know i'm starting this goal i'm gonna see if i can make a million dollars in 30 days okay i have no problem with that but some of these things are just random just random i'm about to do this because last week i made a million (laughs) dollars so i'm gonna wake up at 4 a.m now do you think they're always early rising on there do you think it's because they've seen it somewhere else they've seen it they've seen someone else do it and they've watched their content and for whatever reason whether it's the reality or not they have decided or they believe that that person is successful and so they naturally want to emulate that success and so they just see it as part of the formula i want to be that person and that person does this that person this that person gets up at 4am and does a meditation but they also tell people about it and so I want to do that because, I mean, look, I've got nothing against getting up at 4am. I've got nothing against meditation, yeah. goal setting, manifesting, everything, like nothing against any of those things. I think that's great if people uh, do that. I've tried a little bit, you know, I quite like some of mm-hmm. it, but it's a bit like the Gary V stuff. Gary V has a massive team of people creating content for him, for his gazillion channels that he's on. And when he started to do all these videos where D-Rock pitched to him, I want to come and do this for you. And so he's following him with the camera. And all this content is being created whilst Gary Vee is doing his thing. You then have people trying to do that. So people hiring uh you know people so they can follow them with the camera i've literally been to events where joe blogs i've known for years suddenly turns up with his own camera person going hey oh yeah how are you how are you how are you like really showing off (laughs) it's like what are you doing i kind of think we have reached a very socially awkward phase of our experiment with the internet and I, I think this has replaced trying to br- drum up conversations and trying to be social, to be honest, because because that's all we talk to. And, and it's quite fascinating. A lot of people that I see who do this, they don't talk to you when you're in person. Uh, you know, if you know, when you're at a conference or something like that, they don't talk to you because one, they don't know you or they're either kind of socially awkward. And I do think posting your entire life on social media has has I don't know if it's taken over but it's it's kind of a person trying to be social I think yeah and it's a little it's a little interesting because you would never talk to your friends this way I mean I wouldn't call you in the morning and be like hey Paul how you doing I'm about to go to the bathroom and take a shower and today I'm gonna do this I mean you might do that every now and then but usually if somebody asks I was going to say, like, I wake up every morning and there's a well, shitload of messages you, You're in, you. like, the wrong time zone. <laughs> <laughs> These are conversations that you just chose not to participate in because you're asleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you wake up 
I just want to let you know this is what I've done I since you've been asleep. I'm gonna start doing that now. <laughs> it's like while you are sleeping and the world is going on, here's what's happening. Um, okay. <laughs> right but I don't know. I think it's just maybe it's a way of trying to get communication. But it does seem very mm. odd that you know, or we're just that attached to our phones or social media that we don't go into the next room and maybe tell our spouse or our kids or we don't call a friend. We just get on Twitter and just say. Well, today I'm going to have tacos. And then that's it. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I think that's a really interesting idea in terms of the psychology of what you've just said about society and where we are with it all. We, how we get more comfort from our phones than real people. I would definitely say that there's a certain element of my life which is not focused on social media but social media is a part of my life mm-hmm. because of what I do and let's call them the audience <laughs> my friends on social media I would talk to them like a friend mm-hmm. and I've got those friends and I've got friends in real life and occasionally in the Venn diagram of the world these things merge together but I wonder whether the great thing about relaying your itinerary to your audience is that no one or very few people are going to respond to that video and say that's really boring (laughs) (laughs) like your friends if you start to tell your friends like what you're doing all day they'd be like what are you talking about that is so boring stop it i guess i wouldn't do that i was like why are you telling me this (laughs) yeah exactly it's like do you want a standing ovation (laughs) like what (laughs) but you wouldn't really reply to someone's story would you saying okay that's dull i mean you do see the replies well on twitter and the replies are well i'm doing this today which is you know which i'm assuming you're trying to get engagement but i i do wonder at times if if the social media platform if we've turned that into a person you know that that's what we talk to not necessarily talking to our audience i mean if our audience engages that's great but sometimes i wonder if social media has become the friend that we need Mm. to talk to because some of these things are just random thoughts like these are not things that you should i mean even i find myself doing it sometimes like why am i putting this out in the world like what's this on my toe you know that type of thing i i totally do that (laughs) i totally do that all the time i'm just having a look (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, you got to go figure out what you're yeah. posting. <laughs> um, I'm just having a look at my last few ones. Uh, doesn't seem that bad, actually, just looking at it, which is a relief. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done anything in the last week that's made me go, uh, I mean, I've hardly posted mine, but <laughs> I would say that I definitely find comfort in certain aspects of social media. There's something that I get from saying it on Twitter, whatever that is, like something that I'm thinking, which may or may not be controversial. Um, You know, I have started to wind myself back in from being too critical about the government. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't want to be seen as just this person that whinges on social. I whinge here now. Uh, (laughs) But there is, I guess, mentally, you think I'm talking to somebody and they could be listening, even if they don't react to it. We all know that you can go to a tweet, you can click on the graph, 
and it will tell you how many people have seen it. Oh, you can do that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and with the story on Instagram, you can actually see who's seen it. I just wonder if, if we're trying to do it for engagement or if we just need someone to talk to. The latter. Because cause I have a feeling none of us are really... People who post their schedules, I don't think they are expecting anyone to actually respond to them. Oh, yeah. no. It's like it replaces their spouse. Oh. Their spouse is bored of them yakking in their ear about what they're doing today and all the things that they've got got on. You know, they're like, we've got three <laughs> kids and I've got homeschooling to do with get a grip. I don't care if you're going to pret and having a sandwich. <laughs> you know, just, I don't, I don't care what Danny said at the water cooler. Not that we can do that anymore, but you know what I mean? I think, I think it maybe replaces some person or people in their lives that won't be that interesting. And I think you think, well, here is somebody, here is somebody that could be interested, even if they're not. Like, like I say, if someone wants to do certain things and say what they're doing that day, that's that's great. It's fine, it's fine by me. But but specifically, the full itinerary is the thing yeah, that yeah, I find maybe, a little bit. So this is a cry for friendship. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds really yeah, sad. Quite possibly, it sounds really sad. Like you know, we've replaced social media to being our partners or our spouses. That's um, that's. I mean, I guess I see it because you do see people who will just give entire entirely very intimate details of their life on a platform. Um, and then yeah. people will share like, oh, I had this experience as well. So it's a very interesting thing that we've created. Um, and maybe this is just our way of trying to find some friends, I guess. But I think you've just raised an interesting point about oversharing. I think there are fewer filters because you're not necessarily being in front of somebody. So you can kind of say, oh, I'm having my hemorrhoid cauterized later. And (laughs) you don't know whether uh, someone cares. But But that's the sort of thing somebody could say. And and, and then you've kind of said it and it's gone. (laughs) It's there forever. And people may or may not respond to it, I guess. I don't know. It's just weird. Mm. <laughs> it's just weird. I, I, it's just the, it's just the oddest thing where you just see someone post their entire schedule. Yeah, <laughs> I do wonder whether those people who are, you know, given their itineraries because their partners don't care. I wonder how many of those people's relationship has ultimately failed because of their relationship with social media versus Ooh, their partner. That's a good question. I reckon it's high. I guess it depends on how deep you are in social media. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's people have affairs on social media, don't they? They, well, I've been to conferences where people have known each other and then there's been some kind of scandal. What kind of conferences are you going to? (laughs) I need this list. You want those on I Find You Clothes, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) I know. Top ten conferences you can scandalous, have a pair the most scandalous conferences of the year. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I haven't had that. 
<sighs> but if you were all in, if you get more back from social media, from what you're getting from your relationship, obviously, in all seriousness, there's a problem. But if you believe that your followers are supporting you and they're listening because of how they respond, which you know, isn't there any real depth because it's just what they see. It would be easy to believe that that life on social is more enjoyable than your real life. Oh, of course, because you get, um, I mean, well, we see this with um, chat rooms, um, forums and things like that. These are your friends. They respond to you. They talk to you. um, They understand you. So of course, yeah, you're going to, you're going to get more out of it than people in your real everyday life. But uh, that just definitely opens up the door to more dangerous things mm. because you can get easily influenced oh, to yeah. do things as well. I can tell you in the social media marketing world that uh, one of the big things is that nobody understands really what we do. (laughs) Like it's the conversation that people talk about all the time. How do I explain to my family? They don't get it. They just think it's like IT support Mm -hmm. or something like that. People don't understand what social media marketing is. So everyone talks about it. So you kind of have this group of people that go, yes, I understand. I feel your pain. I understand what it's like. So you can kind of see how people go, yeah, these are my real friends because they understand. I mean, you know what? You got to find a community and a lot of people are finding it on the internet. And I mean, maybe we need to do something better as humans, but I don't know. I guess when the world is so global, you can get to learn people um, just from YouTube channels, Twitter. And now you think you know them, which is, which, which is also a dangerous thing. But mm. for the most part, I don't think I will be posting my entire schedule other than I'm going to sleep until 9 o'clock. <laughs> I'm going to do a few things, read a book, and then have a smoothie. Okay. I don't have anything to post. I'm not doing anything exciting. Okay, so now you got to go um, tomorrow when we, when we launch this show, we have to go and do our entire schedule for people. <laughs> Shall we do it? Yeah. <laughs> Mine will be very boring. Um, okay, should we do that as yeah, a bit so of a challenge? Yeah, we should do it as a challenge, and we need to do it on multiple platforms. Oh. Yeah. I don't want to do it on Twitter. we got to see who responds. Come on. Okay. What are we doing? You just post your schedule, whatever your... Post a schedule, what we're doing that day, and then, okay, uh, we can... Yeah, so we can analyze what happens, yeah. and we might... We might be surprised. We might have the most engagement ever. Or people are just laughing at you and like, what the heck? We'll see. <laughs> we'll maybe have to talk about it next in the next episode and relay our findings of our very scientific experiment. Okay. So, yeah. So <laughs> we can do our analysis of what exactly happened, whether it's stupid, whether it's actually a really Well, now that idea. I know that you can see how many people saw it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we should do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Live experiment, folks. Oh, heard it here cool. All right. Well, we'll do that, and then we'll circle back. Uh, yes, well, we have to. We're going to be here for the show. That's right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See you there. All right. <laughs> Part of the Like Mind Media Network.